This is early endometrial cancer part one. The first trial is the Alders trial published in 1980 in obstetrics and gynecology. Um, this is a study that encompassed 1968 to 1974 with 540 patients with clinical stage one endometrial cancer who had undergone hysterectomy BSO without lymph node dissection. Uh, patients were given 6,000 rads to the vagina postoperatively, and then following this, randomized to no further therapy versus pelvic radiotherapy, which was 4,000 rads given over four weeks. They included um, all types of women so long as they were clinical stage one. The follow-up at nine years showed an overall survival of 90% in no further therapy treated patients versus 87% in radiotherapy treated patients. The death and recurrence rate or DRR was 12% in each group. The authors did note that in women over 60, greater than 50% myoinvasion and grade three histology had an increase in the frequency of death from cancer and vaginal and pelvic recurrence and distant metastases, overall representing the highest risk group within this cohort. They also found that the vaginal and pelvic recurrence risk did decrease statistically significantly in women who received pelvic radiotherapy overall, with 7% of local regional recurrences found in women who had no further therapy versus 2% in women who received radiotherapy. The overall findings from the ALDERS trial is that patients with stage one outer half myoinvasion and grade three histology should likely receive pelvic radiotherapy because it reduces the local regional recurrence risk from 7% to 2% and all other patients should receive vaginal radiotherapy regardless. GOG99, this was a trial published in 2004 in Gynonc by Keyes et al. This is a paper that included patients with intermediate risk endometrial cancer, status post hist, BSO, and comprehensive nodal evaluation, pelvics and periaortics. The intermediate risk cohort was defined from GOG33 as patients with any myoinvasion, any grade, negative lymph nodes. They further did define this group to include low versus high intermediate groups, but this was a post hoc analysis based on work that they had done after the trial was designed. And based on this, they found that patients who had, were over the age of 70, who had at least one risk factor, or were between the ages of 50 and 69 with two risk factors, or between 18 and 49 years of age with three risk factors, had an up to 25% risk of recurrence at five years. And so revisiting that definition, they then looked at their study between low intermediate risk and high intermediate risk subgroups. These patients after surgery were randomized to no further therapy versus pelvic radiotherapy. 
The pelvic RT was 50-40 centigray in 28 fractions of 180 centigray each in the AP or four-field technique. Um, just for clarity, the risk factors that I had mentioned before, just to state them, is grade two or three LVSI, outer third myoinvasion. So different age tiers needing one or two or three of those risk factors. At median follow-up of 68 months, the authors note that there was a decreased hazard of recurrence among radiotherapy-treated patients compared with no further therapy with a hazard ratio of 0.42, which was statistically significant. The cumulative incidence of recurrence was 12% in the no further therapy arm versus 3% in the radiotherapy arm, and that was statistically significant. The two-year cumulative incidence of recurrence was 2% in the RT arm versus 7% in the no further therapy arm. There was no difference in overall survival, but it did, by the authors, trend in favor of RT, but again, was not statistically significant. The authors note that one-third of the study patients met the high intermediate risk criteria, and two-thirds of the recurrences of cancer-related deaths and cancer-related deaths in this group were found in high intermediate risk criteria patients. In patients who had high intermediate risk um, who were not treated, so had been randomized to no further therapy, the authors note their recurrence risk at two years was 27%. So the bottom line from GOG 99 is that there is a statistically significant reduction in recurrence risk in patients who undergo completion, complete staging surgery for endometrial cancer, who then undergo pelvic radiotherapy, who, may, who meet high intermediate risk criteria. PORTEC-1. PORTEC-1 was published in The Lancet in 2000 by Kreutzberg et al. This incorporated 20 different centers in the Netherlands. It was a randomized controlled trial looking at women with early stage, intermediate, and risk endometrial cancer who had undergone HIST-BSO only. No nodes in this, in this uh, randomized trial. They included women with grade one deep invasion grade two, any invasion, and grade three, superficial invasion. They randomized women to no further therapy versus radiotherapy. The radiotherapy was 46 gray in two great fractions, AP to PA or two slash four field technique. The primary outcome measured in this trial was local regional recurrence and overall survival. This trial was powered to detect a 10% difference in recurrence rates. They adjusted for age, depth of invasion, and grade in this trial, and from 1990 to 1997 accrued 715 patients. The authors note the local regional recurrence at five years was 4% in the radiotherapy-treated patients, versus 14% in no further therapy, and this was significant. Overall survival at five years was 81% in the RT arm versus 85% in no further therapy, and this was not significant. They also note that after recurrence, which were predominantly vaginal in this cohort, 70, up to approximately 75% were vaginal, survival 
was poorer in women who had received radiotherapy. So women who were not treated initially with any radiation after surgery fared better than those who had been treated with radiation, suggesting that um, recurrences were perhaps easier to salvage um, in women who had not been treated with RT. And this was noted to be statistically significant. The authors noted that local regional recurrence risk was higher, um, three times higher in women over 60 versus less than 60. The relative risk um, increased in women with deep myoinvasion and with grade three histology. And so when they looked at patients who were high intermediate risk in Portec 1, who had two out of three of those risk factors, so over 60, outer half invasion, or grade three, um, they noted risk of recurrence at five years decreased from 23% to 5% with radiotherapy. They also did note though that 20, 25% 25% of patients with RT had side effects. These were mostly GI and by report, mostly mild. The authors conclude that post-op RT improves local control without a survival benefit in women with um, high intermediate risk endometrial cancer. Portec 2. Portec 2 was published in The Lancet in 2010 by Nout et al., This was a randomized controlled trial spanning 2002 to 2006, looking at 427 patients with high intermediate endometrial cancer, status post hist BSO. So high intermediate risk was defined based on Portec 1, age over 60, outer half myoinvasion, grade 3 histology. And they randomized women to vaginal brachytherapy, which was cylinder-based radiation, um, 21 gray high dose rate in three fractions, or 30 gray uh, 50 to 7 centigrade um, per hour in low dose rate. So they're randomized to vaginal brachytherapy or pelvic radiotherapy. And pelvic radiotherapy was 46 gray in two gray fractions uh, or 3D conformal multi field technique. Primary outcomes was vaginal recurrence, secondary outcome, local regional recurrence, overall survival, quality of life, and toxicity. This was a non-inferiority trial design. And to summarize, inclusion criteria, women over 60 with 1C, grade 1 to 2 disease, 1B, grade 3 disease, women of any age, stage 2A disease, and serious and clear cells were excluded. So as a non-inferiority trial, They established a clinically relevant difference in recurrence. uh, Vaginal recurrence would be 6% or hazard ratio 4.1. In this trial, they stratified by stage, radiotherapy center, low dose versus high dose, and age over 60 or less than 60. They noted no difference in local regional recurrence, pelvis or vagina, and no difference in distant metastases. They did an intention to treat analysis due to um, some discrepancies in central path review and a disproportionate number of lower grade patients than they initially thought they had accrued. And there was no difference in vaginal recurrence with the intention to treat analysis with a 1.9% 
risk of recurrence in the pelvic RT arm versus 1.5% in the brachytherapy arm, which was not statistically significant with a hazard ratio of one. There was more GI toxicity with pelvic RT, more vaginal stenosis um, with vaginal brachytherapy. Overall survival was 85% in both arms, not significantly different. And this trial show, uh, demonstrates vaginal brachytherapy is the new standard and to use pelvic radiotherapy for high-risk advanced stage only because in this non-inferiority trial, there was no difference seen between pelvic RT or vaginal brachytherapy in women um, deemed at high intermediate risk endometrial cancer. Um, and the toxicity associated with pelvic RT did not merit um, maintaining it as the standard. Aztec EN5. Aztec EN5 was published in The Lancet in 2009. This incorporated the NCI group in Canada, the EN5 study, and Aztec, which was launched in the UK by Medical Research Council. And they combined the two trials because the Canada trial was having a hard time accruing. Um, so it was an intergroup trial. They included women with stage 1 to 2A endometrial cancer, 1A and 1B grade 3, 1C, 2A, 2B, and serous and clear cell types. No nodes were required in this study, just his BSO. The standard arm in this trial was observation. The experimental arm was pelvic radiotherapy, 40 to 46 gray and 20 to 25 fractions. Notably, brachy was allowed in either arm. It just had to be declared ahead of time. This was an endpoint of overall survival and powered to detect a 6 to 7% absolute difference in overall survival. Overall survival, disease-specific survival, and disease-specific recurrence-free survival were all not significantly different between the groups. Some things to note about the Aztec EN5 trial is 70% of patients had nodes removed with a median of 8 to 10 nodes. 35% of each group, so it was equally distributed in each arm. So nodes weren't required in this trial, but about 35% of eight patients in each group had eight to 10 nodes removed. And 80% um, met criteria for high intermediate risk. 50% of patients in the observation arm received vaginal brachytherapy and pelvic radiotherapy. The five-year overall survival was 84% in both arms. The disease-specific survival was 89% in both arms. One thing that was notably different is vaginal recurrences. There were 29 vaginal recurrences in the observation arm versus 13 in the RT arm. This translates to 6% recurrence in observation versus 3% vaginal recurrence in pelvic RT with a hazard ratio of 0.4, which is statistically significant. The authors concluded there was no evidence of benefit to pelvic RT for intermediate risk or high risk endometrial cancer with regards to overall survival, disease-specific survival, or disease-specific recurrence-free survival. Pelvic RT was associated with more acute and long-term side effects and wasn't warranted in early endometrial cancer. The brachy alone may be an effective strategy for local control. 
The authors also looked at whether there was any benefit of pelvic RT in patients with and without lymph node dissection, and they noted that there was no significantly difference, significantly different overall survival in either group of women with or without lymph node dissection with an overall survival um, test for interaction of 0.79 uh, with a p-value that was not significant. Notably, just to be complete in this trial, they did split out the high-risk versus intermediate risk, and they defined high-risk as all serous and clear cell patients, the deeply invasive 1C grade 3, 2As, 2Bs grade 3. Intermediate risk was 1A, 1B grade 3, 1C grade 1 to 2, and 2A grade 1 to 2. RTOG 9708. This was a trial in Gynong 2007-6 by Grevin et al. Phase 2, patients with endometrial cancer, hist BSO minimum. And in general, the patient population was chosen to represent a group of women who had an increased risk of pelvic recurrence, but also distant dissemination risk and could benefit from systemic treatment. And so patients at highest felt to be at highest risk where it felt people felt that pelvic RT wouldn't be adequate, were excluded. So women with peritoneal disease, positive periaortic nodes, serous and clear cell histology. And they looked at safety and toxicity. This was phase two, protocol compliance and treatment per protocol and toxicity were primary endpoints. Staging was not required. Um, they included patients with grade two and three endometrioid, outer half invasion, cervical stromal invasion, and extra uterine disease confined to pelvis or positive washings. Women were treated with pelvic RT, 45 gray, 1.8 gray fractions over five weeks. They used standard fields, L5 to S1, um, two field or four field arrangement. Women were given concurrent cysts, 50 milligrams per meter squared, day one and 28 with their pelvic RT. They got either high dose or low dose rate brachy. And that was um, followed by cisplatin, 50 milligrams per meter squared, plus paclitaxel, 175, over 24-hour infusion, times four cycles. They included 44 patients, two-thirds of which had extra uterine disease and two-thirds of which had deep myometrial invasion. And at two years, they noted that pelvic recurrence was 2%, regional recurrence was 2%, and distance recurrence was 19% found in brain, lung, liver, bone, and the peritoneal cavity. 81% of women were disease-free at four years. Four women, 85% uh, of patients were alive at four years. And particularly for stage three patients, this was looked at, and stage three patients... 72% were disease-free and 77% alive. There were no recurrences in women who were under stage three. The toxicities in general were all hematologic. Late toxicities, there were 5% of grade four and 16% grade three. Of the grade three, most were small bowel complications. And the authors concluded that chemo RT plus chemo resulted in excellent control in uterine confined disease that was high risk and good pelvic control in patients with extra uterine disease.
the Magi paper in the BG, BJC 2006 looked at, RC, it was a randomized controlled trial looking at chemo versus radiotherapy in high-risk women with endometrial cancer. This included women with 1C grade 3, 2A, 2B grade 3, outer half invasion, stage 3, no serous, no clear cell, hist BSO with or without lymph nodes. Women received CAP chemotherapy every four weeks for five cycles or pelvic RT, 45 to 50 gray over five to seven weeks. Overall survival and progression-free survival were the primary endpoints. This trial was powered to to detect a 35% decrease in the hazard ratio of death in the um, chemotherapy arm. Two-thirds of women in this trial were stage three, one-third were stage one and two, 75% completed the chemotherapy, 88% completed the radiotherapy. There were predominantly GI side effects, major and late, in the RT arm, proctitis, reoperations, diarrhea, and in the chemo arm, neutropenia, anemia, low platelets. At extended follow-up of 95 months, Hazard ratio was 0.95 for death or first event, which was not statistically significant. Overall survival was 76% in the chemo arm versus... in the RT arm at year three, 66 versus 69% at year five, and 62% at year seven, not statistically significant. Progression-free survival was also not notably different, 68 versus 69% in chemo versus RT at three years, 63% at five years in both arms, and 60 versus 56% at seven years. Using proportional hazards for grade, age, depth of invasion, and stage, all were significantly associated with progression-free and overall survival. On multivariable analysis, progression-free survival was 63%, and overall survival was 66 to 69%. Nothing statistically significant here. Toxicity was considered acceptable in general. The authors note chemotherapy seemed to prevent or delay distant relapse more than radiotherapy, and radiotherapy seemed to prevent or delay local relapse more than chemotherapy. PORTEC 3 by DeBoer, published in The Lancet in 2018. This is a phase 3 randomized controlled trial over 100 centers in the GCIG group. Histin BSO, lymph node dissection optional. They included women with 1A grade 3 LVSI, 1B grade 3, stage 2, stage 3A and 3B, and stage 3C. They did include serous and clear cells, which is different about this trial, that were stage 1A, 1B, stage 2, and stage 3. Women were given radiotherapy with a brachy boost versus radiotherapy with a brachy boost plus chemotherapy. 
followed by four cycles of carbotaxol given every three weeks. The chemo sensitizer in this trial was cisplatin. Primary outcome overall survival and failure free survival. They were powered to detect a 10% difference in five-year overall survival. So 65% five-year overall survival estimated in the chemo RT treated group. Excuse me, 65% in the RT treated group versus 75% in the chemotherapy radiotherapy treated group. They adjusted for lymph node dissection, stage, and histotype in their analysis. There were 700 patients. 58% of patients in both groups had lymph node dissection. So even though it was optional, a majority of patients received lymph node dissection. Compliance to treatment was excellent. 100 patients got all the RT planned. 80 patients, 80% of patients completed all four cycles of chemo. 50 patients got vaginal brachytherapy, which was even between the groups. The five-year overall survival was 82% in chemo RT patients versus 77% in RT patients, which was not significant. Failure-free survival in all patients was 76% in chemo RT versus 67% of patients in RT alone, and this was significant with an adjusted hazard ratio of 0.71. In stage three treated patients, the overall survival was not statistically different but in stage three patients, the failure-free survival was statistically different with an over 11% increase in failure-free survival of 69% in chemo RT treated patients versus 58% in RT alone. Isolated recurrences in the pelvis or vagina were less than 1% in both arms. Isolated pelvic recurrences were 1% in chemo RT treated patients versus 2% in RT treated patients. The distant recurrences were 22% in the chemo RT versus 28% in the RT, not significant. The five year estimated pelvic recurrence was 5% in chemo RT versus 9% in RT, with a significant p value of 0.02. Important things to note in this trial is there was no overall survival difference between the two treatment groups. Failure-free survival was 11% higher in patients with stage 3 disease treated with chemotherapy and RT, and the five-year estimated pelvic recurrence risk was 4% higher in RT alone treated patients, um, versus, so 5 versus 9%, or excuse me, 4% higher. Also important to note, after one year, adverse events were not statistically significant between the treatment arms. 8% of women with chemo RT did have persistent neuropathy. And there were more grade two and grade three adverse events in the chemo RT arm. Most of these were heme, but again, they were not different statistically between the arms at one year. Authors conclude chemotherapy RT has toxicity. RT alone is very effective in stage one and two patients. 
And so chemo-RT shouldn't be considered the new standard, particularly in early-stage patients. Chemo-RT does improve failure-free survival in stage 3 patients over RT alone, and this should be considered um, particularly in stage 3 patients to maximize failure-free survival. GOG 249 by Randall et al. Presented data, not published data. This was a phase three randomized trial looking at vaginal brachytherapy plus three cycles of chemo versus pelvic RT alone in women with high-risk early-stage endometrial cancer. Primary endpoint was recurrence-free survival. Women with stage one endometrial cancer meeting high intermediate risk GOG 99 criteria were incorporated. Women with stage two endometrioid cancers and stage one to two serous and clear cell cancers. Women were given pelvic RT plus the three cycles of chemo or vaginal cuff brachy. High dose rate and low dose rate were allowed. Um, taxol carbo, it was every three weeks. Carbo AUC6, taxol 175 over three hours. The pelvic RT dose was 45 gray over five weeks. If patients had serous or clear cell cancers, they were eligible for cuff brachy boost, and 35% of patients did receive that. 91% of patients completed their RT, 87% of patients completed their cuff chemo treatments. Median follow-up was 53 months, no different difference in recurrence for your overall survival. Three-year overall survival was 91% in RT versus 88% in cuff chemo with a p-value of 0.57. The pelvic and periodic node recurrence at five years was two times that of the RT arm in women treated with cuff chemo with a hazard ratio of 0.47. There were 9% of recurrences in the cuff chemo group versus 4% in the RT group. And the incidence of vaginal and distant recurrences weren't different between the groups. Distant recurrence at five years was 18% in both groups. The toxicity showed short-term side effects were more frequent in the, vet, in the cuff chemo arm, but long-term side effects were about the same. Conclusions from 249 are women with high-risk early-stage endometrial cancer don't demonstrate survival benefit when you add chemo but they do have worse node control rates and more short-term side effects. And so pelvic RT should remain standard of care. Things to consider in this trial is the chemo is given after the brachy. They use three cycles instead of six or four. And two, three quarters of the population was stage one and over two thirds just with endometrioid histology um, compared to 15% serous and 5% clear cell.